Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Bigarito. Don Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kersam from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Cotillo Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, the postseason edition as uh, Super Bowl 53 is now officially set. And the uh, Los Angeles Rams will take on the New England Patriots. Uh, So once again, especially for Miami Dolphin fans, a very familiar face in the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, it should be nothing new because if there is one thing that the Miami Dolphin fans and the organization has, it's a very sour Super Bowl feeling. And it stems all the way back uh certainly to to the Dan Marino era um for a franchise that had has had so much monumental success early um it it's really been very bittersweet as far as the Super Bowl goes uh past that um of course they uh they went into two more Super Bowls uh after uh, the the 73 Super Bowl win and, and, and lost again uh, in 17 and 19 and, of course, the Marino era. And the reason why I bring that up is just because every year when the Super Bowl comes around, I don't believe there's a Dolphin fan, a true Dolphin fan, that doesn't just have that that curl in their stomach somehow deep within them. Um, because it just it's just not a good time of the year. And, and, and now the New England Patriots uh, going back – Ninth Super Bowl uh, for, for Tom Brady, I believe, which is absolutely remarkable. I mean, it's just off the charts. It's unexplainable. Um, so uh, you know, it is what it is. But uh, you know, the um, the two championship games, spectacular games in their own right. Uh, you know, I don't think anybody can dispute that. Two overtime games where the Rams uh, beat the Saints twenty six twenty three in overtime, and then uh, the night game finds uh, Tom Brady and the New England Patriots uh, taking the opening drive and winning 37-31 in overtime. So there's your setup. It will take place in Atlanta, Georgia, which uh, is a dome, I believe. So we'll we'll talk about some of the uh, advantages, disadvantages, and whatnot uh, that come with that. And, uh, you know, it's a little surprising. you know, as far as the the teams in there, and and uh, and we'll see. We'll get we'll get rich in here, and I know that uh, certainly different than his prediction uh, with both teams uh, still should be, I guess, a, you know, a pretty exciting Super Bowl. I think with the four teams that were matched up, uh, you know, it was going to be you know pretty pretty good matchup no matter how you sliced it. So, without further ado, uh, let's get uh, rich in here. Rich Super Bowl Fifty Three. Um, Different than you had anticipated. I know you thought Saints Chiefs. Um, 
Obviously, it goes the other way around. Now it's Rams, Patriots. Uh, still good matchups, like I, I said I, you know, before. I think, that's the, I think this is the first time that two road teams won. Uh, in the history of the is that right? Game. Two championship game of, road teams? I can't think of any other time where the two road teams advanced. I went over it, and I, I can't come up with one. Yeah, I mean, you I mean, just could be with wrong, that. But I, I can't. I can't. Say, I couldn't figure out one of them. Well, the first one that comes to mind, uh, I know that the. Uh, I guess. Well, maybe maybe back in the day, you know, before they started doing home field advantage, you know, I mean, like you know, the seventy-two Dolphins had to be in Pittsburgh for the championship game. So yeah, maybe where was the, that? Where era, was Washington? That era is possible, but I, yeah, I'm, Washington I, played Washington Dallas. Had, they yeah, played the, Dallas. Was that in Washington? I don't remember. I don't know. I yeah, I don't tell know. You. See, I, it's hard to look that up because you don't really know because it wasn't done correctly back then, you know? Right. How about the uh, both Patriots-Giants Super Bowls? Patriots were at home for the championship game? Did they go to India at think, all? Yeah, I don't, Denver, think, no? I don't think there were wild cards or underdogs in any of those. Do you? No, I, I, I they don't. They were 19 well, they and 1 the one time. Yeah, they certainly yeah, weren't they, they had year. the best record in the AFC both times, yeah. Both times, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know the – you know, I guess you got to look at like uh... – well, how about this? How about this? I may have one. Okay. I believe – no, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I'm saying 87. Did Minnesota play in Washington? Because I know that Denver was in Cleveland. I mean that's possible, but, but for some reason I don't think Washington was home. I think they played. I well, think they, they played I, I in Washington. One thing for sure: it's the first time a road team won in five years to get to the Super Bowl. Well, what about the? Um, what weren't the uh, Ravens a wild card team? The last time with Flacco. Yeah, weren't they a wild card? I think they were both times. I think they were a wild card team in two thousand. But we, I, I know the Giants were here because I remembered them blowing out Minnesota. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. probably right. Though. I mean, yeah, bizarre. It's, yeah, I mean, you know, the uh, Saints got the Saints got hosed yesterday, though. Yeah, that that, uh, they, that was ridiculous. That, that you know, that's that's the end of the game, man. You can't, you know, the pass interference calls we saw called this year, where they touch the guy's jersey and they're tweaking it. This guy goes helmet to helmet, and takes the guy out, and there's no call. Really, I mean, the league is insane. I mean, the what they call, and then and then this is the spotlight. The guy's right there, and you don't call this. I, that's just disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a bad no call. There's no doubt about it. it um, it's you know, it's I, more but, egregious than that, though. It's like, what are you looking at? I mean, like I said, you brush a guy. Look at the yeah. dopey, look at the dopey uh, hands to the face they called on Brady. The guy brushed his shoulder pad. And yeah, call, that's uh, just a fifty-yard penalty on Brady. You think they're calling that play on the on the on the Patriots? No, that's just as bad, and you know the that Patriots, that would have probably the ended the game there too. Call? Somebody yeah, takes no that Edelman. You, you know, they're on the goal line, they're yeah. going in, and then the game's over. There's no way that's called against the Patriots like that. Yeah, no, I mean there was the, for sure. You know, there's those are two major major calls. I mean, they, that that could have swung the game both ways. There's no doubt about it. I mean, obviously, you know the the 
the press and the, you know whatever everybody you know picking up on it. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it was it was two bad calls, you know. But from the same perspective, well, here's another real bad one. The the voice of Brady's third interception. The guy lines up in the neutral zone. Really, right, right. I, it, yeah. He had nothing to do with the play. Okay, he was in the neutral zone, but he's on the other side of the field. He has nothing to do with the play. But they always get that crap. It's amazing to me, you know. So you want them to not call it? Is that what you're saying? Let it no, go. No, I didn't go? say that. Oh. I just say oh. just it's unbelievable how that happens to them. Oh, it you is. Know? It is. I mean, it's it, 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 the game, and some dummy who's on a defensive end lines up in the neutral zone. Absolutely. I, I mean, a, non-factor. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's one thing to jump off sides. I mean, it's another thing to yeah. line up off sides, right? I, I know. And I've been thinking about it all night, too. nothing to do with the play at all. And, you know, and he lets them off the hook. Yeah. It, it, I know. It's amazing it's just, to me. You know, they've had more things go their way. I don't think that they're all underhandedly, but they've had more things go their way, luck, whatever you want to call it, than any other team. There's no doubt about it, but uh, it's just miraculous well, here's what another they've one. been able to do. Here's another one. I don't think this really had anything to do with the game, but it could have, okay? When the Bulls bounce into Edelman like that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the play on the field was that it touched them, right? Mm-hmm. Now they go to the replay booth. And they look at it, and you looked at it a million times too, right? You right. can't go to the you can't go to the well and say that didn't touch him. You gotta you can't overturn it at that point. Whatever that's called on the field has to stay. There's no yeah. way you can overturn that. But it's the Patriots, and you overturn it. There's not enough you evidence know, there that says it didn't touch him. Yeah, you I can't listen, overturn I, it. If it if it said if it said it didn't touch him, and they looked at it, they couldn't overturn that. But the fact that they overturned it is insane to me. I watched it, you know, and uh, I don't think it did touch them, but I, I, I didn't think they were going to be able to overturn it, too. So I understand what right. you're saying. Like, gun, gun to my head, I don't think it did touch them, but I really didn't think they would actually overturn it. I don't think it did either, but there's not enough oh. to overturn it. Right. Either way. It. A, the other way, there's not enough way to overturn it that way either. Right. It's, right. it's one of those weird calls where you can't definitively say either way. You have to go yeah. with the way it was called on the field. You can't overturn yeah. it. But there's, the there's no doubt. And they overturn it. Yeah, I mean, you can look at it that way for sure, and I understand why you do. And, and you know, I'm frustrated about it too. Frustrated so much in the sense that it just seems like it just doesn't end. You know, it just seems oh. like it just constantly just doesn't And you end. know whose fault this is, my friends? It's the Miami Dolphins' fault, it's the New York Jets' fault, and it's the Buffalo Bills' fault. Those three crappy organizations have allowed this to metastasize and become the, the biggest tumor in the history of the NFL because they, they well, give them a clear path every year. I understand what you're saying as far as that goes, and there's no doubt they do get a clear path most of the years. But what they're yep. able to do in the postseason, though, is just unheard of. I mean, you could say that, but they're not, you know, I mean, they've even, you know, they they weren't even the one seed this year. I mean, they went on the road to Kansas City, one of the toughest places to play. You know, you kind of have to tip your hat to them as far as that goes. There's no taking away there. To win there is very difficult. You know, I look at it like this. Well, I told you, I just knew, I just knew New Orleans was losing. I just knew the Rams were going to beat them there. I told, we talked about it last week. I just had a feeling. I just, yeah, they I just knew. Though, Pat, they got to well, call them to get them there. Rich, they shouldn't have You're lost. right. That, I understand what you're saying, but but you know what? Drew Brees has the ball in his hands. He throws the worst interception. That was that was Tannehill like. 
I mean, that, that was, was just terrible. That you can't do that in overtime there. Terrible I mean, ball. With all the bad. nonsense, you still have the ball yep. in your hand in overtime. Yes. So there's really no... I got you. And, 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 and to be honest with you, Breeze really hasn't played great in the last three, four weeks. He slowed down. No, you know, he, he hasn't played play, great. You know, I mean, so, but, but yeah, you know, I, I agree. I'd be going crazy. the game yesterday. Yeah. You know, I, you know I, that guy doesn't interfere with him. That's probably a touchdown there, and that's over with. You know? Well, you know, there's a couple ways of looking at it. I mean, you know, he also had Ted Ginn, you know, wide open, and he would have been gone, right? I mean, there, there was, yep. there's, 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 you know, there's a couple plays there where um, – uh, and then even for, for – the Rams, like, you know, the, the Rams had that one guy, and, and Goff kind of made it through, and he was off balance. And I, I, you know, there's a lot of different things that go on. I don't think he was going for a touchdown, though. I don't think he on goes that, for a touchdown there. No. Who's stopping him? I think the other guy, the guy was the safety was right there. He was, I don't think he, he was, was there, but I don't he was, think. He was stumbling before he caught the ball, and I don't yeah. see how if he stays on his feet, he's gone. I thought they were a little off on that. I, I think he would have got, got ran away. You know, maybe. I mean, you, you, you just—it you know, it just—it's the way that it went. It could have went either way. Both games obviously could have went either way. I, I just look yeah. at it in, in the sense that here's—you want to know what worries me, Rich? I'll tell you what worries me. I, what worries me is the fact that the Rams show up in New Orleans, right? And they looked very tight. They did everything they could to blow that game in the first quarter and a half. I mean, they really yeah. looked like a team that was—you hey, know—was joking. That fake punt. That fake punt doesn't work. The game's done. I mean, they shouldn't have been able to survive that. The, the the Saints really laid an egg in the second half of that game and let them back in. They should not have been able yeah. to survive that. And and what worries me is that's the championship game. And I know it's a tough place to play, one of the toughest. But now you're on the big stage. I mean, I really hope. I mean, Gurley obviously had a terrible first half. They look well, tight. They can't be he, tight. Well, he just got benched. I don't think he got benched. I, I, you know, I was thinking about. I think they were way off on that. I think he was hurt. I think he, he strained something. Uh, McVeigh, you know, that's McVeigh's guy. That's the future. He's not benching his young guy because he had a bad first half in the championship game. I ain't buying it. What's that? McVeigh didn't draft him. That was a Fisher draft man. Still his guy. It's still his young guy. He's a superstar. I don't care who drafted him. That's still his guy, Rich. I, I can't imagine he's benching him in the hurt, second half that I Huh? Think you're getting treated if you're hurt and trying to get back in there? He was still well, it, 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 Yeah, I mean, it, it, you see he was kind of stretching something out. You sound like you went into a tunnel, by the way. But uh, you, could, you could see like he was stretching something out. So something seemed like it was bothering him. But putting that aside, I just can't imagine that you are going to bench one of the arguably the great, the, the best running back in football because he had a bad first half. I mean, that's your future. This year, next year, I mean, that's your future. I don't think you're doing that there. I don't think he did that. I don't know. I don't have any information. I'm just saying. I, I would go with no there as far as a benching. But my point is, you know, they were tight. You can't afford to do that in the Super Bowl. You're going to go on the biggest stage now, and you you can't afford to – you give New England a big head start in this game. That's the only point I'm making there. And you could say, well, Breeze and said, well, you know what? They didn't show up for that game enough. You know, they, I don't have confidence they would have showed up in this game either. And as far as Kansas City, you got to make a stop on defense. Every time, all the way down the field for touchdowns. 
You know, Brady gets the ball, marches all the way down. It's a shame that Kansas City didn't get a chance to put the ball in Mahomes' hands. It is. But you know what? you got to make a stand. And there was some plays there and calls that could have ended that drive. I understand that. But you know what? At least keep them out of the end zone. Keep them to a field goal, you know? And it was two times. They didn't do it two times. The tying one and then, you know, the overtime one. So both teams that lost had their opportunities to win that game, uh, you know, and and even after the bad calls. There was a big mouth tight end on Kansas City. He had a crappy yeah, game. He, he had a very quiet game. Very quiet game, yep. you know. Um, yeah, there's there's no doubt. I mean, they and started you know, off very got to take a hit for this, too. Well, the timeout, you know, I understand again, you're going to bring up the timeout. I mean, he's got the best team in the league, and, you know, you can't. You really can't beat the Patriots, really, you know. Well, he's not the only one that couldn't beat the Patriots. You've seen that. They've been in the yeah. Super Bowl nine times. Nine yeah. times in the last, what, 15 years? I mean, yeah. it, it, it's ridiculous. I'm not, listen, I'm, I'm not defending anybody. You could say maybe he mismanaged the timeout. He's got the best offense in football, so he figures he's going to get the ball back that bit him a little bit. But, you know, I, I, again, I mean. That was, the, the, dumb, the that was a real dumb timeout he did. The, yeah. Real dumb. He, he, yeah. he, Belichick it's, stuck them right into taking that one, you know? Yeah. It definitely was. You know, it wasn't advisable. It hurt him. Thinking he's going to get the ball back. Just play for what it is and run the clock down. You know, you can't consider yourself getting the ball back before halftime. You're basically, you you know, Belichick didn't have an extra timeout and you gave it to him. So stupid. Yeah, it was a stupid call. There's no doubt. It came back to him. I mean, you know, bottom line, though, you you know, you go into overtime. You know, you're at home. I don't know. I mean, you you lose the coin toss and you lay an egg. Just like, yeah, just like the in the defense, Super Bowl two years ago. The defense yeah, they were, really they were shot. There was no way they were going to stop them. You knew that. As soon as they won the point course, I go, they don't ain't going to field goal here. are going to score a touchdown, and it's over. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear the deflation in your voice. I, I know. I know how aggravating it is. Uh, you know, it, it, it is. Uh, it's just basically uh, you, you really thought this was a year that they were not quite there. You kind of felt like maybe this was the the, the step down and, and to, for them to do what they've done and the way that they've done it just makes your head shake. It really does. And you could see Belichick as excited as he's ever been. I mean, I've never seen him that excited. Because with all the nonsense... That was that yeah. was that was a treat, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And only when they win uh, are they shown. When they're losing, yeah. you don't see anything about them. I mean, really? No. You know, I mean, yep. come on now. You know, it's ridiculous that the the power and the leverage that they they have, and, and and you know, and that they do when it comes to that kind of stuff. But um, you know, like you said, since '86, right? We haven't been in yeah. the Super Bowl since '84. Since '86, they've been in eleven. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I know. But you can say that with a lot of teams, though. I mean, this team with the eleven, that's unheard of. That's absolutely unheard of. It's more impressive it's a, when you. It's, it's insane. It, it's more yeah, impressive dude, when you well, take the eighty-five we the Super one Bowl, out. When we were in the Super Bowl the last time, okay, they were in zero. Okay. Yeah. It's more impressive when you <sighs> even eliminate that one and just go under the the Brady Belichick era or Parcells on. It's even more impressive yeah. when you look at it that way. To get ten without yeah. those amount of years is just insane. It's crazy. Oh, I know. All right. Quick break. We'll be right back after this. Second and nine and throwing sideline. 
Baker. Irving Pryor on the catch. Dan Marino has now thrown to more yards than anyone else in the history of the National Football League. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pagatella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. Miami Dolphins legend show, Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant. As we uh, come and preview Super Bowl 53 now, just a reminder, you can uh, catch us on uh, iTunes. Uh, just go right to the iTunes store. You can get our latest episodes delivered right on your phone, uh, as well as archives. And send us any questions or comments at PatCatelloShow at Yahoo.com. So, Rich, give us the uh, the latest, I guess. What does this Super Bowl mean now? Who's got the advantage of the the place that it's played? What's the line on the game? And give us some uh, some information here. It opened up as a pick, and it went to three by this morning. Is that crazy? Patriots it, went to, it went to the pick. It opened up Patri- as a pick last night. Right after the right. games, it was pick them. And by this morning, it was Patriots minus three. Right. Not surprised by that. Which that's is, about that's where a, I see it. That's a crazy jump, though, in in eight hours, nine hours. That's 
really crazy. Well, you, unheard well, aren't of you going to get an, aren't you going to get a lot of initial money early? Right when it opens. Yeah, but that's really quick. I've never seen it jump three points like overnight. That's a lot. Yeah, and that means that there's a lot of money that has come on New England early, correct? Pretty much so. Yeah, that's what it, all the money so far. And you would yeah. figure, you know, you know, Vegas used to dictate it a lot, you know, because that was the only place it was legal to bet. So you'd get a lot of West Coast money coming in late. But I don't know if that's going to happen this year. I don't see well, it. Didn't ha- I remember you telling me it didn't happen last year either. I think like we were. No, it doesn't. Were, it doesn't move. The lines really don't move like late as they used to. Like they, they used like to, for right? two weeks. They used to used to be a fluctuation like almost every day, but they seem to be steady. Like after after your initial what happens initially, they seem to like right. just like even out and they don't really jump that often, you know. But who knows? I, I, you know, unfortunately, I don't really see the Rams beating this team. I really don't. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm a little concerned with it too, and and one of the reasons is like I said to you, um, you know, I'm, well, I think I'm the concerned. coach is very green. You know, I, I think he's going to get out coached hard by uh, by the evil one, and uh, you know, it, it's the referees, it's the you know, it's a lot of different you know aspects that you have to deal with, and I think the NFL is so giddy about Brady getting one more before it's over and they're gonna this is gonna be a painful two weeks here and you know, the yeah. you know the, the next coronation of this guy. I mean, you know, it's just you know Well that might be true. Uh-huh. I disagree with you with the green stuff. I mean to be honest with you, this is the best young up and coming coach in in a long, long time. I've told you how high I was on him two years ago and how he could be the next Belichick per se. And last year Doug Peterson was as green as they come. And uh, you know, and he he wasn't out. Yeah, he's an older guy there. though. Oh, been around a long time. Oh come on! That you don't think nothing. so? McVay's family's been that. coaching since he was a kid. McVay's family's been coaching since he was a kid. Don Shula was in the Super Bowl at this age when, and I don't think that matters at all. I really don't. I, I really don't think. It, if anything, I think oh, McVay. Right. I just don't. Not, well, not no, no, no. I, I'm not saying, but it's not about being right about who's winning it. I'm just saying I don't think McVay is going to be the the reason why they lose the game. Is what I'm saying. I think he'll be more than equipped and handle it. He 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 was more than equipped going into New Orleans. In fact, with a you know a, a lead that went the other way could have gotten out of hand and you know he was able to you know who did the fake punt i mean who who so you know it's the same thing i'm sean payton doesn't do an onside kick you know does he well, win he that super bowl he did the game in the first half what's that with that i think if that fake well, punt I, doesn't work he's a goat yeah, I understand, but it, but you know it, it it did work, and and so did Sean Payton's onside kick in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I mean you. it. You know, he was a baby when he got there too. I, you know, I think I think there's a lot of reasons why the Patriots could could win the Super Bowl. I just don't think the McVay one that you brought up is accurate. I don't think that's going to be the deciding factor at all. I think if anything, he gives I'd them. I'd say you know, McVay against Belichick, and I think Belichick will find something to explain. This guy. Well, like I said, he didn't find something on Doug Peterson, who I, I you know, I, I think is much less equipped going into that game to be a head coach. Um, you know, so I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what comes out of that. But uh, you know, I, I, I don't think it's going to be. Uh, you know, there, from the only perspective that you could make from that would be that Belichick is going to do some kind of special defensive scheme to shut down the Rams' potent offense. I mean, that's really 
but I, you know, I, I don't know, and I guess we'll see. I didn't necessarily well, I see that. You know, the formula would beat the Patriots. You know, Sue and Donald have to have be, you know, explosive. They have to, you know, they have to clog the middle and they have to hit Brady. You know. And we'll see if that's possible to happen. Uh, you know, I mean, of course it's possible. They didn't really put the pressure on Breeze that, you know, that they needed to do, but they got him at certain times, you know. Um, but yeah, they there was did a lot of a few times in a row. They did. They did have. They, they did. They had a couple of series where they got him a few times in a row, and they really. There was a couple more. You know, yeah, there was a couple moments that you know that that they did. Yeah, yeah uh, certainly, and. Uh, you know, it, I mean, it'll be but interesting. The did, I just the Chiefs did put a glove on. On, uh, on Brady yesterday. Yeah, they didn't sack they him at sack. all. No. no, no, no sacks at all. And uh, like I said, I, I mean, the Chiefs defense at some point, right? Don't you got to like mix it up, and try something? Uh, I, just, I don't know. I think Reed really had a crappy game again. I don't see how you put that on Reed. I mean, he's not even a defensive coach. It's not Reed. He's got his defensive coordinator. He's not calling defensive signals. What the hell does Reed have to do with that? He's an offensive-minded coach. He's not doing anything yeah. like that any more than, than Belichick is calling offensive plays. It's not, that's not what he does. I mean, I know you hate Reed, but, I, you know, it's just you're really being very unfair and inaccurate with your criticism towards him. I mean, it, it is what it is. Show up he's not, How about showing up? You're the best team in the AFC. Show up. You know? Well, I think they Show showed up. up, Rich. I think they showed yeah, up. Yeah. They went into overtime. Yeah. They showed up. I mean, you know, the guy did show up. It's not like they didn't, you know, they laid an egg. You know, I mean, they, they did show up. It's just that's the way it went. I don't see you putting criticism on Sean Payton. How come? I think he was more under Because the refs blew the game. It's not his fault. Oh, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. But it's it, but well, when the guy comes down and they stop. Wait, oh, but it's not Reed's That's fault. But, but but the penalty on Brady, which should have clearly been uh, um, roughing the passer, that that not being called. But that's not you don't bring that up with Reed. But you're going to keep harping on the one offensive the, the, the pass interference with Peyton. Sean Peyton has a ring already, and Reed has nothing. What does difference. it have to do with this every game? every big spot, this guy loses. But what does it have it's, to do with this like, game? You know, he's, the, he's the new modern Marty Schottenheimer. That's that's what you got there. Well, last I checked, Marty Schottenheimer never went to a Super Bowl. Andy Reid did. Yes, okay? Yeah. So, uh, I don't know why you hate this guy so much. You always have. But the bottom line is, the guy wins a tremendous amount. He's been to a Super Bowl. And, he, you know, to, to, to say that Sean Payton, to take him off the hook, because of one pass interference penalty, but not to bring up the, the lack of calls with the Edelman one and the one that went on, on Brady that would have ended the game both times. But you don't bring that up with Andy Reid. Instead, you come up with some nonsensical thing that he should be calling blitzes. I mean, that's ridiculous. That really still, is. He's still the head coach. He should talk to his guy and say, can we get some pressure on this guy? Can we do something a little differently here? Instead of doing the same thing the whole game. So predictable. I mean, they made, yeah, they made the Patriot offensive line look like the best offensive line in the league. We all know it's not that good. Yeah. Uh, and you yeah, let, you let got, that, that crappy freaking fullback run all over you like that, too? I mean, that's ridiculous. Listen, uh, yeah, I hear you. I hear your frustration, and I know you're upset by the, the the turn of events. I got that. I just don't think that's fair to put that on Andy Reid. Not that part of it, anyway. 
I mean, a coach yeah. at that point prepares you. you pre, what's the coach responsible for? You prepare your team to play on that day, and you're, you are um, prepared for whatever comes up. You don't want to, something to, to come up where you're basically not prepared for that situation, and you want your team to be in the game. You want them to be competitive throughout the game. Certainly they were. I mean, they went to overtime. They came on a last-minute drive, tied the game. You know, they were in ample position to win that game on multiple times. So, uh, whatever. I mean, we could go back and forth with it. Obviously, uh, you know, you got your opinion that's been set in stone since 1990. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. And as far as Peyton, you know, I don't think you can put that kind of pressure on Andy Reid and, you know, and ignore the two major calls that went against him in that game, but completely take no, Peyton and laying an egg in the dome. The one with Edelman, though, they scored when they got the ball back right away. So that really didn't have anything to do with anything. But the the pass and the rough of the passer thing was ridiculous. That that was yeah, just, I mean it was. You know, I'm not yeah, know that, yeah, it was. It was. But don't take the Saints off the hook for for not beating them in the dome. I, regardless of that call, like the game shouldn't have even come down to that. And they had the ball to start the the, the overtime. I mean, you know, they, they, you know, yeah. that's a bad job there too. Sure, that's one of the toughest that, places to play too. You know, yeah. that's, a, that's a tough place to play. And the Rams, I mean, the Rams are a much less experienced team going in there, too, than the Patriots, you know. So, it's a, you know, it's a bad job by both of those teams losing at home. It is. And it's two of the toughest yeah. places in the NFL to play. Both places are exceptionally difficult to play. So, all right, so, so I guess going on to the next point of it, Atlanta hosts the Super Bowl, and that will be a dome. Who's got the advantage of that? If so you, would, you know, you would think the the Rams would because it's like an indoor, you know, it's an indoor game. It's not going to be weather, and you know, they're they're a speed team, so we figure that would help them. But I don't know. I just got a bad feeling about this one. You know, I, yeah. I you know, I was I was pretty confident that Atlanta could beat the Patriots, and that didn't happen. They should have beat them, and I was pretty confident that Philadelphia was going to beat them last year, and they did. I don't get that same feeling this year. I really don't. Yeah, I I, I understand because uh, you know I I got the same kind of thing. I don't like the way this one's shaping up, and uh, you know, and like I said, my biggest concern is with the Rams, not because of McVeigh. I just uh, I just think that they are. I don't like the way they started off that New Orleans game, and and and. You know, if New Orleans would have taken advantage of them being so tight and and basically giving the game away. I mean, they were giving the game away with turnovers and, you know, but but New Orleans didn't put it away. Uh, If they start out a Super Bowl like that, you know, that that could be bad. And as far as, um, you know, the the rest of uh, the young team going in there, um, you know, I think they have to kind of play their game. and, And it looks like, you know, they, they kind of did in that first. And I worry about Goff, too, because Goff, Goff can tend to make some bad mistakes when you don't want him to, and hopefully it doesn't get into that kind of situation because, uh, you know, that might not be, you know, conducive to it. Um, but uh, I, I don't know that I would feel much better if the Saints were playing them with the exception of this, I guess I would feel much better if the Saints would have dominated the Rams and beat them going in. Then, yeah, maybe I would be like, yeah, okay. 
you know, like maybe I would feel more confident with Peyton and Breeze coming in there. If they would have really taken care of business in the Dome and beat the Rams very handily and headed to the Super Bowl. But instead, they had two weeks of playing subpar football in the Dome. You know what I mean? Like I would still rather have them be playing the Patriots than the Rams. I maybe. think they match up better. I think they match up much better. Well, the, the Rams I, are the most balanced think, yeah. team in football. The Rams are the most balanced team in football. So yeah, matchup-wise, the defense isn't that good. They give up a lot of it's points. It's better they give than up you a think. Lot of big plays. Yeah, I great. wouldn't say a lot. They, you know, yeah, yeah, they're not spectacular, but you know, they have a high-powered offense. They should be a lot better, I mean, the, better defensively. They, there's, they're very, they're pretty disappointing on defense. Well, they held the New Orleans Saints to 23 points, and they're supposed yeah, to be the most you, explosive in football. Great, they're, not a good, they're not a great defensive team. They're really not. But if they're, if they're able points. to do that, if they're able to do that, they should win the Super Bowl. Whether or not they can do that, I don't know. You know, it's a, it's okay. a. I, I that, hope somehow they can find a way to do it, but I, I just don't. Yeah, see I'm it. not saying that they're gonna, but I'm just saying if they if they can do yeah. what they did to New Orleans, hold them to 23 points, they should be okay, yeah. but. Who knows? I'm not saying that they're going to do it either. We both have the same kind of feeling at this point. You know, at this yeah. point in the game, I don't think either one of us really expected the Patriots to be in the Super Bowl. I don't think neither one of us thought that the Patriots were playing that well, you know, going into the playoffs. And so no, it, it's it's very disheartening when you see that, um, yeah. to see them where they're at and the experience that they have and their uh, past, uh, I guess you'd say, um, uh, bad, you know, they, they they lost in you know their last Super Bowl, and so they've had some defeats in the Super Bowl that you know now you kind of get the impression that they're going to make up for, and that that's a little <laughs> alarming as well. <laughs> so you know, I really believe that the league wants them to win, too. Yeah, well, I really you know, do. That's, I, I know really you think do. That, like, you know, it's like a you know, I'm not saying a conspiracy, but no, you I, are. I believe that they're giddy about this. You know, <laughs> you are saying a conspiracy. You see how they are on TV. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought, I thought I know a lot of charge the field and make out with Brady. You know, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> While you're on the side, I, I I like Tony Romo, but boy, he is just extremely annoying. I I find it very hard to watch. You know the the thing, and I, I'm not rooting with a vested interest per se in these teams. But you know, if I was, I think I'd be going nuts. You know, with my team, with my heart yeah. on the line, with 30 seconds. Oh, he's gonna yeah. do it! I don't know. Is it yeah. gonna be? Let's look at it here. You got the blitz. It looks like yeah. he touched Dance, it. I Dance don't really know. Should, Dance really reevaluate what he wished for. You know, I know he didn't <laughs> like Sims, but he really got what he deserved. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. I quit. There's no way I'd have somebody sit next to me like that. I quit. Like, Michael's with Collinsworth, too. I don't know how he does it. My, my head would explode if I had to sit next to Collinsworth. <laughs> Back after this. Now you know how I feel. <laughs> Hi, this is Nick Bonacani, former linebacker with the Miami Dolphins, and you're listening to the Pacatello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. 
Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. Papa was a copper and a mama was a hippie In Alabama she was swing a hammer Like they gotta pay when you break the panorama She never knew that there was anything more than gold What in the world does your confidence take me for? Black bandana, sweet Louisiana Robbing on a bank in the state of Indiana She's a runner, rebel and a sinner From the mirror saying, baby, what you gonna? Looking down the Miami Dolphins Legends Show, Pacatello, Rich Van Zandt, as we uh, come to the home stretch here, uh, wrapping up our Super Bowl 53 preview, and uh, just some Dolphin news. Uh, so uh, what what it looks like today in, uh, is that the um, the Dolphins offensive and defensive coordinator situation, uh, from the rumors that we've heard now, it looks like the Packers linebacker coach, Patrick Graham, would be the new defensive coordinator, Rich. And, and so if Brian Flores is hired, uh, it looks like Jim Caldwell as offensive coordinator and now uh, Patrick Graham as the defensive coordinator uh, coming from Green Bay. I don't know if you've heard uh, heard that at all. But yeah, that, no, I that's heard that. So, um, you know, and, and again, uh, you know, my, my feeling on it, and we've said this, is that I just feel for an organization that's had 20-plus <laughs> years of inconsistency to have somebody yeah. coming in here with, you know, a basically one year of being a linebacker's coach, although calling the defensive signals, it's a lot to ask for somebody to be able to to. to fix this entire situation uh, without having a, a down of experience as an NFL head coach. It's a very tough thing to do. Um, and, and I think you brought up... Differently. <laughs> right. So, uh, it's a very bad spot, you know, and, and, and we've talked about... I thought doing the same old thing, according to Ross, I thought doing the same old thing would be insanity. <laughs> yeah, well, you... I mean, I, I, I guess you call it the same old... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess you call it the same old thing. You know, it's another coordinator that you're hiring. I mean, you're you're only as good as the coordinators that you have, but I just think that this is going to be some kind of a uh, a major, you know, uh, it's a lot to ask. It really is, no matter who's coming in. And, you know, yeah. a lot comes with uh, going from coordinator to a head coach. I don't care what you do as far as a uh, 
a head coach is concerned, it's all, it, 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 you're not going to be able to do what you're great at because you have to run the team. Yeah, that's right. If that you, makes you, any you, sense, you don't. You, know? yeah. you, don't. Other, you really the don't. Was, the, the other like rumor is that uh, we take at 13 the Duke quarterback. That's the new rumor. The Duke week. quarterback now. All right, yeah. So we've been talking about the Heisman all week, but now it's the Duke quarterback, um, yeah, Duke which quarterback, I've heard a little yeah. about. Yeah, the only thing that comes to mind when you say that is Dave Brown. <laughs> Remember that guy from yeah. Duke, the Giants quarterback? When the Giants took him, I was like, yeah. Duke's got a football team? <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. I never ever knew that. <laughs> but you know, I actually didn't know because I told you I actually went to school with uh, uh, with a, an NFL player that went to Duke. Chris Port played for New Orleans Saints okay. twelve or thirteen years, yeah. and he went to Duke. So that's the reason why I know that they do have a program because I remember in high school when he had gotten, uh, you know, uh, when he went there and then got drafted. So, um, but needless to say, it still doesn't give me any confidence in another Duke quarterback. But you know, I don't follow college as closely and uh you know i mean we'll, we'll talk more i guess yeah, as it gets closer yeah. but like a uh, guy from duke like even if you see him play it doesn't you know the competition's so bad i mean that's why mahomes yeah. didn't get you know that's why he slipped to the chiefs because every quarterback that came out of texas tech they put up huge numbers and they couldn't do it the next level sure so yeah was an anomaly but it's very hard to judge a guy because they're not playing against anything and they're playing in those crazy offenses where they put up a lot of numbers, but against who, you know? Sure. Well, look at it. I mean, you know how difficult it is for uh, any quarterback to find, the, you know, to find a quarterback yeah. is just so difficult in this league. And you need a quarterback to win. I mean, you just do. Uh, you know, one yeah. of the things I thought about, well, what's Jeff Fisher thinking? That's, I thought that yesterday, too. Did you? I, I said the same thing. I'm like, yeah, this guy, they ran him out of town two years ago, and the team was awful, and now they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, mostly his thing. doing, too, because he yeah. he did not like Goff. He wanted nothing to do with no. Goff. He thought Goff yeah. was, you know, and, you know, obviously Goff has proven him wrong. And uh, it's just, just very curious as to, you know, what his mindset is of how McVay has turned this good. team around. <laughs> no. It can't be fun. It certainly you know? can't. I do. Remember, yeah. Eric Dickerson must be pretty happy. Remember, Eric Dickerson was like banned from going to the games when Fisher was there. You know what? Now that you brought that up, I do remember something there. Refresh me. Why was that? I, he, he was I critical like, of him. Like he, he was a little critical of him, and he banned them like from the sidelines or whatever. Right. And he goes, "I'll never, I'll because ne- because he didn't like what Eric Dickerson said about him or something." Right. And he banned them from the sidelines, so that Dickerson said he would never go to another Rams game as long as Fisher was there again. And then Fisher got aced, and then they welcomed him back with open arms after that. You know, <laughs> so he's there all the time again. <laughs> So, I'll tell you, uh, who had the last laugh there? This, this, you know, this Fisher has a lot of Buddy Ryan in him. Yeah. <laughs> he really does. More than yeah. I ever thought. <laughs> wow, that's an interesting sidebar there. That really yeah. is. So, you know, hopefully, I mean, listen, we have this show, we talk about it, and, and, and you know, hopefully as the week goes on, um, you know, we'll get a better feeling on it. Right now, maybe we're just a little stunned by how it went down, and maybe we will, uh, we well, will get a better feel. For. I mean, obviously, I'm rooting right. for the Rams. I just, you right. know, I just, I just can't convince my brain right now that it can happen, you know. Hopefully, maybe, it'll, yeah. you know, 
in a week and a half. I can't. I just can't believe we got to sit down and watch this crap again. You know, I tell I, you, I, it's, it's just so painful. I didn't realize it would be as nauseating as it is. I hate this. I hate this whole fiasco of this day anyway. You know. Well, you heard my I, opening I monologue. The, of I, it. I hate the half time. I hate the whole right. thing. And it, but you heard my monologue crap, too. As far as being like a Dolphin fan, in there again. yeah, and have this crappy team in there again just drives me nuts. I mean, it's just a bad day for Dolphin fans. There's no way around yeah, that. It just really yeah. is. I mean, it's just a rough day. There's not really. I mean, I there's a lot more bad memories than good memories when it comes to it, right? You know, that's yeah. the thing I say. Yeah. There's a lot more bad than there is good revolving around the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, when you think Super Bowl. You know, the first thing is Marino. You know, you think of Riggins. You know, it, it, it's just it's it's rough. It just is rough. Not fun. It, no, and then Not when fun. you top off arguably your biggest rival, um, dominating the Super Bowl for 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 over a decade, it's, it I mean, it was it always that- painful to watch the Bills lose four years in a row. You know, yeah. it was painful to see them keep going. I mean, because that was a direct. I mean, it kept us out of at least three of them, that team. Right? Sure. Oh, absolutely. You know, while you're on it, to, to wrap up, I, I was thinking about it because we always say this and, and, you know, what's the one thing? If I had one pick to change, one pick, and I thought about it, and there's one pick that you could change history, and that's if I had my one change, Thurman Thomas. If the Miami Dolphins would have drafted Thurman Thomas, I believe yeah. that would have changed the entire history of the Dolphins and Marino. Now, I'm not saying he would have won a Super Bowl because obviously the, the Bills lost and all that, but I think that they would have went to at least one or two more if they had. Well, I think I think the move. I think that it wasn't a draft pick. I think that uh, the Marcus Allen debacle. I think that that would. Well, that would have hurt, but it's uh, that would have hurt. But it, but in my pick, no, I think we would have signed Marcus Allen. We would have signed Marcus right. Allen. That, I got that you. Even a I got you. That would have been in 90, 92, 92 yeah. I think. Uh, right. Yeah. I, I, that would have been huge. But with my scenario, you would have got Thurman in 89. Not only are you getting him, but you're taking him out of the Buffalo mix. So it's like a double yeah. whammy. Right? A double whammy. I mean, that's, yeah. it's a double yep. whammy. You know, so if I had one, that would be my change. That's where I would go with that. But, But you know what? I don't have one, <laughs> neither do you. No. So all we have is four Buffalo yeah, Bill I mean, highlights and the Marcus thing, and then the, you know the other one was the you know the the John Avery draft pick instead of trading you know trading down and getting Avery instead of taking Moss at the end of the yeah, there's no doubt. Know. There's a million of them. I mean, yeah. you can take a million yeah. of them. And I'm just saying, I think mine would have been well, you know biggies, you know those are the yeah. biggies. Yeah, there, there's no doubt about it. Um, you know, it's it's. You know, it's just rehashing <laughs> bad memories or whatever, and there's nothing Ugh. we can do about it. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, we're not going to really make... thought last year after they lost, we'd have to deal with this anymore. I really So did I. And I think it, that's it's just, what... It's just absolutely ridiculous. And I think that's what makes it, you know, so much worse, is that um, I, we both thought that this was kind of coming to an end, and maybe we were finally seeing the end of the tunnel. And uh, and that New England wouldn't be as dominant as they were, and 
And they looked like they were on the verge of losing out and not even getting the home field and maybe being a wild card yeah, Texas, and not playing Texas great. Texas playing an egg that game. That, yeah, that, 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 that killed them. And then, you know, typical San Diego, you know. Yep. You know, typical know. Philip Rivers waking that team up, really, you know. And they're playing as good a football as they've played in an awful long time right now, and that's scary. It really yeah. is. And this, and this Edelman – so much better than Amendola. He just really is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and we've right. talked about it. I, I don't know the answer to this, but, you know, who, who who's better, Edelman or, or Wes Welker? I don't know. I mean, it's very tough. Yeah. It's the, They're both phenomenal, in my mind, probably both Hall of Fame receivers. Um, so yeah, Welker was faster, I, you know. Like Welker was more explosive when he got the ball, mm-hmm. you know. He could, he could yeah. take it to the house more. But, uh, you know, Edelman's done it a long, long time. I mean, you know, Welker probably made a big mistake by leaving. Yeah, but he if went he to a Super to the Bowl. Fame, that probably hurt him. Well, he What's did that? go to another Super Bowl. He went to another Super Bowl. Yeah, I got you, but his numbers were never the same. Well, he got hurt. I think he went to the Super Bowl. And isn't it the year that Peyton had 55 touchdowns? Well, he didn't win with Peyton, that- right? He lost. No, no, he wasn't there. He didn't win. He hasn't won a Super Bowl. But I'm saying he yeah. did go and, and you know. Well, well Belichick, Belichick and Welker never got along good. They they just, yeah. Belichick did not like him. You know, he just was <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just, yeah, they just didn't click. He didn't like him. And, and so, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it was a mistake. Obviously, he did some pretty great things with Peyton Manning. But he got a, he got hurt again and, and uh you know, I mean, it's just, uh, and that, you know, that mistouch, that miscatch in that giant Super Bowl basically sealed his fate with the New England Patriots, whether or not he you was, think it was his was fault or not. Throw. He wasn't in touch that. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, but that, you know, but that, that was a terrible throw. It wasn't a great throw. I mean, it was on the uh, opposite oh. side of where he wanted to be. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, uh, you know, well, he Giselle kind of took the brunt. Yep, Giselle, Giselle said, said it was touchable. Yep, Giselle did say. She said he can't throw away and catch the he ball. He wasn't even at the game yesterday. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Yeah, so Kansas City's been Giselle. Yeah. You know. Well, I know where she will be in two weeks, my friend. And that uh-huh. is at the Mercedes yeah. Dome in Atlanta, Georgia. And <laughs> she yeah. will have a suite. So don't worry about yeah. that. If you if you were we'll longing to see, to her see Giselle. What, what's the over-under on seeing her in this box about 30 times? Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. So get ready, and uh, you will see Giselle soon enough. I promise you. I promise. No, I'm, you. I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that's our show, everybody. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week. Miami Dolphins. Down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power off. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. 